0: Welcome to Bankless, where we explore the frontier of internet money and internet finance. And today on Bankless, we're exploring a wallet, Rainbow Wallet. Rainbow Wallet has been a wallet, uh, usually a focus on mobile wallet, one of the first mobile wallets that has been around since 2019. And recently, Rainbow has released their browser extension. Uh, I threw Mike my podcast recording link sometime in like 2022. And I said, hey, like, so whenever you want to do an episode on Rainbow, click this link and uh, <laughs> in October of 2023, Uh, we get that done. I have Rainbow Wallet downloaded on my phone, but I haven't really opened it up too much, I'll be honest, but I know a lot of members of the Bankless community are big fans of it, and as well as just the other people I engage with in this space. So uh, instead of actually exploring it myself, I just got the founder on to walk me through all the bells and whistles that they've got over at Rainbow. Rainbow's kind of got this cult following in the world of NFTs. They were very early to NFTs and uh, just a collaboration with Zora. Not a collaboration, but just like shared vibes with Zora and Art. And so so it's certainly got its corner of crypto definitely carved out for it. So if you're interested in hearing about all the features that Rainbow Wallet has, what differentiates it from other wallets, then this episode is for you. We also take a moment to talk about design in Web3 and kind of why that has a bubbling meta going on, increasing in focus. This episode might feel like sponsored content to you. It's not. We don't do sponsored content on Bankless, but sometimes uh, people that have been around in the space for a long time, like Mike, uh, have shown conviction and contributions to the space. We just want to help elevate. And so this is an episode to do that. I hope you enjoyed this exploration into Rainbow Wallet with Mike Demaray. But first, a moment to talk about some of these fantastic sponsors that make this show possible. Kraken Pro has easily become the best crypto trading platform in the industry. The place I use to check the charts and the crypto prices, even when I'm not looking to place a trade. On Kraken Pro, you'll have access to advanced charting tools, real time market data, and lightning fast trade execution, all inside their spiffy new modular interface. Kraken's new customizable modular layout lets you tailor your trading experience to suit your needs. Pick and choose your favorite modules and place them anywhere you want in your screen. With Kraken Pro, you have that power. Whether you are a seasoned pro or just starting out, join thousands of traders who trust Kraken Pro for their crypto trading needs. Visit pro.kraken.com to get started today. real world use cases for ethereum without compromise and real world adoption is happening active addresses on cello have grown over 500 in the last six months with the cello layer 2 gas fees will stay low and you can even pay for gas using erc20 tokens but cello is a community governed protocol this means that cello needs you to weigh in and make your voice heard join the conversation in the cello forum follow at cello org on twitter and visit cello.org to shape the future of ethereum are you planning to launch a token? Is your token already live? And are you granting your employees and contractors vesting token awards? And are you trying to figure out how to take care of taxable events for your team? TOKU makes implementing a global token incentive award simple. With TOKU, you will get unmatched legal and tax support to grant and administer your global team's tokens. TOKU will help you navigate across the lifecycle of your token from easy to use pre-launch token grant award templates to managing post-cliff taxable events with payroll. For legal, finance, and HR teams, it's a huge cost complex task to have to comply with labor laws, payroll, and tax obligations, tax reporting, and crypto regulations in every country that you employ someone. It's difficult, time-consuming, manual, and costly, and it's drawing more attention from global regulators and governments. Toku makes it simple for leading companies in the space, Protocol Labs, Hedera, Gitcoin, and many more. So if you want some help navigating the complex world of token compliance, go to toku.com slash bankless, or click the link in the description below. Bankless Nation, I am here with Mike Demare of Rainbow Wallet. Everyone knows Rainbow. It's the uh, the cute, rainbow-themed uh, uh, mobile wallet uh, for iOS and, and Android. And today, Mike's got a little announcement uh, out of the Rainbow ecosystem. Mike, welcome to Bankless. What's up, Bankless? Hey, David. It's been a long time coming. Thanks for having me. It has been a long time. It has. Uh, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, you know, happy Monday. Good morning, wag me. Happy you know, Monday. Get yeah, it. All, the, all the GMs. Yeah. Uh, okay, quick question for you. Why did you make Rainbow? Ooh, great question. Um... <laughs> Well, we started
1: Rainbow back in 2019. And I think, you know, we, you know, Christian, Jin, and I, my co-founders, we just had so much fun uh, playing on chain, right? Like we were quite inspired by a lot of the interesting projects happening, right? There was like MakerDAO, you know, we were using Radar Relay all the time. Um, and we realized really quickly that uh, in order for this world to sort of take off and, and, and flourish the way that we think it can, you know, consumers need to have an amazing wallet, right? Like wallets are the prerequisite to interacting with all of the different dApps and cool experiments happening in the space. And we looked at the market and we saw a huge opportunity to build a, you know, a fun, approachable wallet that allows you to, you know, actually interact on chain like every day, right? Just really, we wanted to build a product for ourselves primarily. And quickly we realized that yeah, lots of other people like this. And uh, they also sort of view, uh, you know, Ethereum and dApps as 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 fun, right? And they want to have fun on chain just like we do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we started Rainbow to, you know, build a better wallet.
0: And what, what did a better wallet mean back then in 2019? And kind of what does it mean today? What, what's the niche specifically that Rainbow Wallet is trying to fill in the market?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Well, so back then... Um, there were a lot of really low stakes, actually, right? So Rainbow was the first wallet in the market that treated NFTs really as first-class citizens.
0: And back in 2019, that was not normal. Like, few people were even saying the words NFT. Very few people were saying the words NFTs. Um, in fact, you know,
1: when we were going out there and trying to raise our seed round, a lot of investors were telling us that we were quite stupid for putting any uh, importance whatsoever <laughs> into NFTs. They were like, yo, know, like, because at the time, right? I mean, CryptoKitties were really the only NFT that it, there were like extremely few uh, NFTs that anybody knew about. Um, but to us, we always had this thesis that, you know, ERC standards are like, are the developer platform and that as a wallet, all you have to do to make your wallet as like you know, interoperable as possible is actually just give those ERC standards basically to make them work really well in your wallet, right? So in 2019, we, um, you know, yeah, we had NFTs in our wallet. Uh, that was quite novel. Nobody else was treating NFTs as something that users would really care about. But it was quite, quite clear to us that users would care about these someday. So back then, you know, that certainly was, you know, a niche. Um, this time around, though, with the browser extension product, really, we think that we've built a product that uh, that that's going to resonate with people who who interact with wallets all the time, right? Um, I think that uh, the product itself is going to be quite, like is quite approachable to everybody, but we really did build it for people who like use their wallet all the time, right? And are taking you know dozens of actions every single day on chain. Um, so really, yeah, we we built the product uh, the browser extension. Um, really for power users and what we like to call pre-power users.
0: Okay, so power users, pre-power users, people that are using their wallet, signing with their wallet quite frequently. What what kind of just like market signals were you guys being presented with to tell you that this is what needed to be built? Was this just from like dogfooding it yourself as Ethereum users or like how did you go about doing market research? Like Where where, where did you get uh, the signal that you needed to go in this direction?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, well, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, everyone at Rainbow is basically a power user of Ethereum, mm-hmm. and um, that makes building products a lot easier, right? Because we really get we get to build them for ourselves first and foremost. Um, but yeah, we did also uh, do a lot of user research, so we spent a lot of time out there talking to power users, talking to whales, um, and really, uh, yeah, they came back with a couple of. Uh, real pain points that we wanted to address in the product. Um, For example, something that we heard from nearly every like whale that we spoke to, right? Was they're really feeling a lot of pain around wallet management, right? So uh, what is wallet? Like wallet management essentially just means, you know, hey, like I've got 50 plus wallets. Uh, How do I I actually use those 50 plus wallets Mm -hmm. on a regular basis, right? Everything from, actually finding the wallet in, in you know like sorting your 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 wallet list um, to actually like you know jumping back and forth between them as quickly as possible uh, so yeah we, we took a lot of that feedback into account
0: when designing rainbow oh interesting okay so this is a problem that I kind of definitely have I have yeah. um, a like a lanyard thing and it's got three different ledgers on it and i've actually like you know the metal sheath around a ledger yeah I, with my drill i've actually drilled holes through them so i could <laughs> identify which one's which i'm sure there's a better way that's to do clever. that but that's how i did it yeah yeah, yeah yeah and so like one's got one dot two's got two dots and, and the third doesn't have any uh and that's how i manage my ledgers <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And so okay like go, go into like how you solve some of the uh, the wallet management uh problems
1: yeah well, so a lot of the people we spoke to, right, um, they'll have really sort of s- s- like, you know, special naming conventions for their wallets even, right? So certain people, uh, lots of whales out there, they'll like segment their wallet usage across like 50 plus wallets, right? So they'll have a wallet and it will just be called like Miladies, right? Or they'll have another wallet that's just like, you know, compound finance one and then compound mm-hmm. finance two, right? And so in the product itself, we have a couple of things that solve their 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 pain. So one is sounds quite simple, but it, it's really not, right? It's like we let the users drag to reorder their wallets. Um, so no more sort of just like this this like long uh, list in MetaMask, right? You can actually just drag them around. Um, second is we allow you to search uh, for wallets by name. Um, so if you do happen to have a specific naming convention, right? It's like it's it's a lot easier to sort your 50 wallets just by typing something in than it is to actually like scroll and find it as far as like switching between them. Uh, yeah, we built like the, the magic menu, uh, UI. So, so say you're on like any one of your wallets, you can actually just really quickly, uh, search all of your wallets and just immediately switch to them. And then again, immediately connect to whatever DAP you're on from your Mm -hmm. new wallet. Um, so yeah, it's like a very like keyboard driven workflow, uh, which we think, you know it's it's one of those things that you really have to try it and once you try it we think that uh there's no going back.
0: Right. Yeah, certainly so. But there's no so there's no way of me just like porting over my wallets from my ledger to to rainbow cuz I have multiple different seed phrases, right? So that I would just have to actually spin up a rainbow wallet kind of with a new version set of seed phrase and then use that as wallet management. Is that correct?
1: Um well so we just let you connect your ledgers, right? So uh um, okay. uh so you can just connect oh. your ledgers to rainbow. Yep, and you don't need to uh, import your seed phrases or anything like that, right? Because really you're not when you have hardware wallets, it's it's not really good practice to be right. to import seed phrase, yeah. you know, to put those seed right. phrases in anything else. So yeah, Rainbow, you can just connect your ledger and get going. It's it's actually really awesome. Um, we have like that was another major pain point that that power users in Wales would talk about is just kind of the fragility uh, that they often had interacting with, with like MetaMask, for example, with their hardware wallets. It was, they always complained about a very like fragile experience. Um, yeah, and with Rainbow, it just works.
0: Interesting. Okay. And this was, this is a property of the new browser extension, not the mobile wallet, obviously, right? Correct. You, the- collecting a hardware wallet to a mobile wall doesn't make any sense. Oh no, you actually can. Yeah. So with Rainbow oh, Mobile, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. With Rainbow <laughs> Mobile, uh, we, we actually have, uh, Truly, I, I really think it's like the best uh, in-class support for Ledger hardware wallets. Specifically, though, it's the Ledger Nano X, which is the one that has uh, Bluetooth. Um, the
0: Bluetooth is essential here. That's how you do it. Yes, correct.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, And that works on iOS and Android. Um, we get like lots of praise from users who, you know, strongly prefer using Ledger with Rainbow uh, more than using Ledger with like the actual Ledger app.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um we're really quickly, what security concerns are there using a ledger with Bluetooth? Anything that we yeah. should know?
1: That's a good question and that's something that I've thought a lot about over the years. Um so, uh it really comes down to your level of paranoia, right? Like um I don't actually uh, you know, I'm not an expert on exactly how like Ledger uses Bluetooth for example. Um but in reality, right? Like um uh Uh, like you still have to use like a pin code. Um, And then additionally, right? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that like, you know, like the CIA would have to be posted up like down the block with an antenna, you know, pointed at your room in order for this to be like a real threat, right? Um, I don't perceive there being any serious threat using Bluetooth. Um, It all comes down to your sort of personal uh, uh, preference. Um, but I personally don't have any issue using Bluetooth.
0: Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe if you're sending over a million dollars, take more caution than than not. But other than that, it sounds like rel- relatively safe consumer behavior. But a topic for more research. Um, Mike, is it time to – can you kind of show me um, the new yeah. browser extension and some of, the, some of the cool bells and whistles that you guys have put in there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see here. Just installed the Rainbow extension. Um, and the first thing it shows you after setting up your wallets – is uh, the rainbow like hotkey, right? So if mm. you're within your browser oh, at any time, you can press option shift R to open the extension.
0: Hmm. Um, and that's, cool.
1: it's quite awesome. Yeah, just being able to kind of like beckon the wallet, summon the wallet whenever you want, right? So here I am looking at your wallet. I was about wallet. to say,
0: you have a ton of bank token. I realize you're <laughs> yeah. looking at my wallet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> looking at your wallet. I got your wallet <laughs> plugged in here. Um, but I can switch over to my own. There we go. Actually, you know what? I want to reorder these because this wasn't in the order that I was expecting. So what I can do is I can take your wallet. I can Mm -hmm. move it down here. And then I can, uh, you know, yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, I can like switch to my own here. Um, But yeah, so some of the best, my favorite thing about the browser, the Rainbow extension is... um, the keyboard shortcuts for switching between wallets it's truly like it's truly a game changer it sounds so silly but so uh if you have a couple of wallets installed all you have to do is press uh, any of the numbers on your keyboard in uh in order to actually just switch to that wallet right so i'm on my wallet here um and you can see actually you know so it's like my wallets in first place rainbow wallets in second place your wallets in third place and if i just press two on my keyboard it switches to the second wallet on my list. If I press three on my keyboard. While
0: the rainbow extension is up and open and active, then you can press one or two or three and it'll automatically swap. Yes. Yes. Um, Or so say I
1: have like, you know, a hundred wallets installed, right? I can um, press command K to open the magic menu. And from here I can type in, you know, rainbow wallet Mm. and just like switch to that wallet. Right. Um,
0: yeah. Now rainbowwallet.eth cool. did rainbow actually pre-populate that because that's it owns rainbowwallet.eth or you or did you just manually name it that?
1: Uh no, this is actually rainbowwallet.eth and this is like what Okay, so that's
0: pre-populated. Are. You didn't write that in.
1: Yes, and I was actually surprised like is yours properly set up with yeah, reverse resolution. Yeah. I thought
0: that it is. Everyone tells me that every now and then. It's like, "Bro, you need to like register your ENS name to I gotcha. I, I, I thought I have done it. I've oh, I need to figure it out. Okay yeah yeah yeah
1: um but yeah let's let me show you some other cool things as well so um if you open up the settings you can look at uh your wallets it's you know it's called the wallet and key section but what's really cool here is how um is how we we we've landed on a new design language for showing users uh their different imported seed phrases and which wallets Mm -hmm inside uh their wallets are associated with which seed phrase right so one of the things okay so you, you asked can me,
0: import multiple seed phrases into a rainbow wallet
1: yes you can and that is okay, cool. <laughs> it sounds silly but it is quite a uh you know that's quite novel right like metamask yep. doesn't let you do that um and yep. again something that a lot of power users in Wales had mentioned to us was how they had to really jump through really annoying hoops to actually just use multiple seed phrases right they would often have to have different Chrome profiles, uh, you know, installed on their computer to be able to run different instances of of MetaMask, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But with Rainbow, yeah, you can have multiple seed phrases imported at one time. Um, and, you know, say you had 100 wallets, you, could, you would see uh, which seed phrase each uh, wallet is associated right. with here, right? Um, yeah, so let's Sweet. see, you've got some settings in here, you can turn off analytics. You can hide, uh, you know, balances under a dollar. Of, course, of um, course, Something that we've just added support for is um, we've internationalized the product, uh, you know, across more than ten languages here, and we have a bunch more lined up coming soon. Uh, we think that that's quite impactful. Um, can you show yeah. me
0: how you deal with uh, network switching?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So let's go to Adapt first. Yeah. So sure. Um, let's go to like Zora. So first, let's like connect the wallet click rainbow and it wants to connect and it's asking me what network to connect on. Um, we Mm -hmm. can connect on Ethereum. So you were asking about network switching. Um, so, um, uh, built into rainbow, you can press at, you know, you can open it via this menu here, or you can use keyboard shortcut N to switch between networks. And here basically we show you, uh, you know, all of the networks that rainbow supports. Um, so today it's what you see here. It's Ethereum, Polygon, Optimism, Arbitrum, Base, Zora, and BSC. Um, now we don't currently support custom networks, but we understand that is by far and away the most requested feature. Uh, we, we hear everybody, we, we know that that's important Mm -hmm. and it's really important to us as well. It is our top priority to ship custom networks in the coming month. Um, but yeah, so here I'm connected to Ethereum. Um, and, uh, uh, if I want to instead switch to Zora, I can just press N, um, and I then press like six to switch to Zora network. Now oh, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, what about getting prompted by the actual app?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So if you're ever on a website that doesn't show you a rainbow button, um, and you're using the rainbow extension, you can actually just click MetaMask.
0: Oh, funny. Um, yeah.
1: So here I'm on Uniswap. But not if you have
0: MetaMask installed, right? You have to have one or the other. So there is a, um,
1: yes, that is a good point. Now, we do support the, uh, the upcoming uh, EIP. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's the one that Pedro from Wallet Connect is always talking about. It's like 61 something. Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. And uh, if you're ever been mm-hmm. conflicts between the two wallets, you can toggle this use Rainbow as default wallet uh, toggle. Okay. And that will make, you know, Rainbow no longer hijack the MetaMask button. Cool. Yeah.
0: So you're asking
1: about how does network switching work when the DAP itself is requesting the change? Right. So let's try that out here. So we're on Uniswap, and uh, you can see that we're connected to uh, to Ethereum. Um, Let's go ahead and switch it to Optimism. Cool. Wow. It's already done. There's no. There's no prompting. (laughs) Right. Like you don't have to prompt. Like why? Why does anyone need to confirm a network change? Right. It's such a silly little uh, just point of friction that no one actually needs to do. Right. So with rainbow, uh, yeah, no more sort of, no more friction to just switch networks. You can just switch between them. uh, Okay. So when you switch it in the app, your wallet follows suit, your wallet follows suit. And I can change it from here as well. Right. So, you know, I can change it to, Oh, when you change it in
0: the wallet, the app follows suit.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Neat. Yeah. So it just like, it just works, man. It just works. It's like we use wallets all day long. Right. And we, we're quite uh, you know, we're quite attuned to uh, the the kind of needless friction that, you know, that we're, Mm -hmm. that we've been putting up with for so long. Right. Like Mm -hmm. everyone who uses wallets on a daily basis, there's all of these little, you know, cuts, you know, uh, you know, what's it called? Like death by a thousand cuts, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. all of these little UX pain points that, really just drag you down and yeah the rainbow extension was designed to really cut those down and get rid of them right um cool. yeah so there's network switching um you know we also have some other cool stuff built in so uh you can you know we have bridging built in as well so let's see we I can show you how easy it is to bridge um you know bridge eth to any of the networks so we can click swap here and i'm going to swap the, uh,
0: service provider behind this
1: socket yeah socket. so we work okay. with socket yeah um Big fans of Socket, shout out Mm -hmm. Socket. Socket's like uh, the bridge aggregator that we use behind the scenes here. Um, So yeah, you can just select ETH and then see here in the swap flow how there's like this network switcher, right? Essentially, all you have to do is select, you know, the destination network that you would like to receive your funds on. So I can select Optimism and I can even do, like, I can either bridge it or I can do a cross-chain swap, right? Like I can just, you know, go from mainnet ETH to Optimistic usdc um,
0: cross-chain swap how does that yeah how's that who's the trader there
1: yeah 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 so rainbow has our own um meta aggregator so we essentially aggregate the other aggregators right so it's like we have a swap contract uh that that uh lets us leverage like one inch and zero x and okay. a couple of other sources to basically always get the user the best quote so here you know, I'm I'm uh, about to bridge or like basically, yeah, do a cross chain swap from ETH to USDC on Optimism. So another, a couple of other cool features as well, right? Is like I can um I can actually like enable flashbots. Even this isn't hmm. a really good trade uh, or you know a transaction that really needs flashbots, but we do expose it, it right small, here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right how does the wallet handle time of bridge because uh, you can wait for longer amounts of time and generally sometimes get a lower price or you can pay a higher price and get get it faster how do you manage that
1: yeah we we do return to the user um uh you know so we don't um we don't expose all bridging options we essentially mm-hmm. should, we expose when a user types in a cross chain swap right we are optimizing for bridge speed because very often the difference in cost is like in, in our minds, quite negligible. Um, so we do optimize for bridge time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. But yeah, so cool. I just made, you know, a swap from mainnet uh, to USDC on optimism. Um, now we also have, uh, you know, we're, we have NFT section coming very soon to the product. Uh, and we also have, uh, you know, the next thing after NFTs is uh, rainbow, uh, like we're going to have like a rewards program. So mm-hmm. like TBD on the name, but we are going to have like a really fun way uh, that, you know, uh fun way to basically get points within rainbow. Um, and there will be some cool stuff uh, for people, who, you know, who get a lot of points.
0: Beautiful. Okay. That one, well, there's one, that one button in there, the buy button. Yeah. Uh, is that, that, is that a fiat on ramp? Yes. So
1: uh, okay, Moon we pay
0: Coinbase ramp. Ooh, yes. Interesting.
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: Um, so yeah,
1: it, Ah, so out. it just
0: connects to a Coinbase account. Okay.
1: Yeah, so so specifically Coinbase Pay, it lets you um, uh, it lets you just connect, it, it punts you over to Coinbase, you auth with Coinbase, um, yeah. and then it lets you you know move money from Coinbase over to Rainbow, um, you know MoonPay as well. It's a similar flow. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool, easy peasy. Yeah. Okay, I think the, the last component of this, unless there's others that I'm missing, yeah. is um, mobile wallet to extension syncing. Yeah. What is the what's the umbilical cord between those two things like? Yeah. So that currently, um, right now, uh, Rainbow
1: mobile and Rainbow desktop, um, there isn't a way to sync between them. Uh, that's coming. That's going to be coming soon, though. Um, in the in the meantime, though, you know, you can you can like copy and paste, uh, you know, your, your secret phrase across uh, across devices. Or you mm-hmm. can um, you can just import on the desktop, um, sort of by hand. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we are prioritizing mobile syncing, um, but we are, we are trying to get test net support and custom network support uh, out as urgently as possible because that's basically our most requested feature. And then yeah, and then and then follow up to that is going to be. Uh, mobile syncing i think uh actually just really quick one thing i wanted to show off was uh the magic menu and how uh truly useful it is right so um so say you're a user and uh yeah you want to watch what's a good wallet we should watch right now vitalik so what i can do is just type in vitalik.eth and so do you see here? So basically all I had, you know, I was on whatever screen I was on and I can type anything I want into the, uh, magic menu and cool. So Vitalik shows up and I can now watch this wallet and the prompt you're seeing here, right? Is basically because I'm on the Uniswap web app, um, it's, and I just switched wallets. It's asking me, Hey, do you want to like switch, uh, you know, do you want to connect to Uniswap from this new wallet? And I can say yes. Right. So now I'm connected to Uniswap as if I'm Vitalik. Um, so it's quite handy. Oh. It's quite handy for, um, you know, for the, you know, Zach XBTs of the world, right? If you want to sort of right. use uh, different dApps as if you're like logged in to any other user, uh, it's really easy to do that with Rainbow. Um, but yeah, or I can connect, uh, you know,
0: right? Yeah, you did it to me at the very beginning. Yeah, right? yeah, this yeah. is how you watch my wallet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, anyway, that's okay. what's up. Arbitrum is accelerating the Web3 landscape with a suite of secure Ethereum scaling solutions. Hundreds of projects have already deployed on Arbitrum 1 with flourishing DeFi and NFT ecosystems. Arbitrum Nova is quickly becoming a Web3 gaming hub and social dApps like Reddit are also calling Arbitrum home. And now, Arbitrum Orbit allows you to use Arbitrum's secure scaling technology to build your own Layer 3, giving you access to interoperable, customizable permissions with dedicated throughput. Whether you're a developer, enterprise, or a user. Arbitrum Orbit lets you take your project to new heights. All of these technologies leverage the security and decentralization of Ethereum and provide a builder experience that's intuitive, familiar, and fully EVM compatible. Faster transaction speeds and significantly lower gas fees. So visit arbitrum.io where you can join the community, dive into the developer docs, bridge your assets, and start building your first app with Arbitrum. Experience Web3 development the way it was always meant to be. Secure, fast, cheap, and friction-free. Are you a MetaMask user? Well, you're listening to Bankless, so of course you are. The wallet you know and love just got a whole lot better. MetaMask Portfolio is the ultimate one-stop shop for all of your crypto needs. It gives you a holistic view of your crypto portfolio across multiple chains and multiple addresses all at once. You can easily view and manage all your coins, tokens, and NFTs in one convenient place just by connecting your wallet. MetaMask Portfolio goes beyond just viewing your portfolio, though. Inside the portfolio, you can do all the incredible money verbs that make DeFi so powerful. You can buy, swap, bridge, and stake your crypto assets with ease. It's like having a powerful battle station for all your DeFi moves right at your fingertips. So if you're looking to do more in Web3 your way, Metamask Portfolio is the answer. I already know that you have Metamask Wallet, so go check out your Metamask Portfolio. Learn more at metamask.io slash portfolio. You know Uniswap, it's the world's largest decentralized exchange with over $1.4 trillion in trading volume. You know this because we talk about it endlessly on Bankless, it's Uniswap. But Uniswap is becoming so much more. Uniswap Labs just released the Uniswap Mobile Wallet Safe, simple custody from the most trusted team in DeFi. Download the Uniswap wallet today on iOS. There is a link in the show notes. So those are all kind of the, the big uh, bells and whistles. Overall, just like what is, it? does Rainbow have a, a roadmap? What is the, like the, the yeah. roadmap of Rainbow?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. Um, big things on our roadmap right now, specifically with the browser extension product, is uh, custom network support. Um, so mm. we hear it, you know, everyone out there, they want to... Uh, play on more chains right and rainbow currently supports i believe it's seven um mm-hmm. but yeah so we'll be supporting custom networks here in the extreme short term um second to that i would say is test net support so we have what we call test net mode is basically how we're planning uh to introduce test nets and what that's going to look like is essentially the whole browser the rainbow browser extension um is when you when you enter test net mode the product uh uh, uh, like morphs and sort of like, it like will like look different even. So if you're a developer, it's going to be quite easy to tell whether you're in test net mode or production mode, uh, basically like test net mode looks almost like hackery, right? It's like green tinted and like, it looks like, you know, like matrix style terminal. Hmm. Um, hmm. after that, uh, NFT support is coming, uh, to the browser extension. Um, we also have uh, a bunch of really fun plans around theming. So, for example, what, what we want to do is is have uh, themes for the browser ex- for the Rainbow Browser Extension that are unlockable based on um, owning an NFT. So, mm. for example, like,
0: oh, neat!
1: Yes, yes. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, we have some things lined up, and we're working with some NFT communities to sort of make unlockable themes, uh, you know, using their sort of brand aesthetic within our product, we think that that's going to be really fun. Um, yeah, and then let me think, uh, as far as sort of like, you know, across, you know, priorities across all of the Rainbow products, uh, yeah, we're also working on, uh, yeah, like a, like a point system that we're quite, we're quite excited about, and we think that that's going to be uh, both really fun as well as accelerate, uh, you know, Rainbow adoption and sort of further eat into MetaMask's market share.
0: Well beautiful the uh I know the the community has been like kind of clamoring for a rainbow our community the bankless community uh clamoring for a, a rainbow uh kind of exploration and, and just having you on so I think that this this definitely like covered covered a lot of ground but I also kind of want to just zoom out because my my kind of take is um there seems to be a lot more Chit chatter around design in web three. Yeah. Like that kind of there there's there's a lot of things going on in crypto, but like focusing on design, I think has garnered more of a focal point in the last like six months or so than than previously. And I'm wondering if you just have any just high-level thoughts about the topic of like design in web three.
1: Yeah. I mean, um we have always felt that design is very important. Um and it is interesting how I feel like Uh, the crypto market awareness for design tends to have its own like cycle, you know, like it it is on its own sort of cyclical uh, roller coaster, just like the markets are. Um, As far as why, um, why it's taking, why people are starting to talk about design right now, you know, I'm not really sure. I think partially it could be because of a lot of the new um, user experience experience unlocks that are sort of in the pipeline, right? Things like pass keys, um, things like account abstraction, et cetera. these things have the potential to kind of, yeah, really upend um, uh, the the crypto user experience uh, to date. Uh, and I, I think that that could be driving a lot of the conversation. Um, yeah, I'm curious what you think though.
0: Yeah, I think if people are starting to realize that this is more of a problem than we previously let on. Like I think previ- like when I was getting into crypto it was kind of fun and exciting to manage the complexities of getting a wallet and managing a wallet and that was it was new because you like got over a hurdle and you're like okay now I'm a crypto person because I know how to do crypto things and that is no longer like the meta of crypto that we are in we are now in the phase of like anyone who is capable of doing that is already a crypto person and so now it's like design constraint that is a new the the big constraint for getting people to do crypto things yeah uh and so uh i think just the overall designers are becoming more valuable in the crypto meta in this day and age yeah i mean there's
1: there's only so many uh like truly amazing designers out there that also understand all of the moving parts because it's very mm. hard to abstract something successfully without really knowing all of the, uh, sort, without really knowing how it all works. Right. Because there's certain ways that you can abstract something that actually, uh, have lots of flaws in it. Right. Based on sort of technical, for technical reasons. Um, and I think that that's something that Rainbow's done really well is actually tried to move forward design in a way that, um, that, yeah, it doesn't sort of uh, like really break, right? Or sort of have uh, hit a wall or sort of abstract something too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I also kind of think there's just a growing um, shared understanding of what the exact problems are um, I think crypto in 2017 to 2020 was a little bit more uncertain about its own future. But now in 2023, we kind of know where things are going. Yeah. There's going to be different networks. Um, there's like ENS is here to stay. That wasn't around in 2017. <laughs> like I th- Kind of things like this. We just have a more solid foundation. And so the problems that we need to solve, we know are actually like the real problems rather than just like a fake temporal problem. And so th- I think design has been able to kind of focus its energies on uh, a little bit better because of the nature of this.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, something else uh, I just realized I didn't talk about. So you had asked what's on our roadmap and, Mm -hmm. um, something I wanted to talk about was the future of rainbow kit. So are you Hmm. familiar with rainbow kit? I feel like I've seen it. No. Okay. So rainbow kit today is by far and away, um, the best experience for developers looking to add, sorry, it's by far and away the most popular, right? So if you actually look at the charts of what developers are adopting, um, by far and away like rainbow kit is is dominating those charts so you've probably seen this UI around
0: yeah I've seen that UI ecosystem for sure. yeah yeah that's all so over the
1: place it's all over the place so uh and, and yeah that's that's rainbow kit um so yeah like uh, I was wondering
0: that, how like all of a sudden the meta just like changed and now every, everyone just used that all at once like really quickly
1: yeah 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 so it, it's it's just it's just great right like it's it's we really built um a super simple API Right, that Mm -hmm. uh, is super approachable for people who even just learned React like today. Right, like it's just Mm. it it really is 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 uh, approachable, Um, and yeah, it's become kind of the new standard. Right, like Coinbase uses it for all of their base chain related uh, uh, user facing products. You know, Optimism, Arbitrum, Zora, uh, really everyone uses it. And um, really, what's coming next though, uh, and something that you know we're really excited about is what we call mini wallets um, and mini wallets are going to be the evolution of uh, on top of rainbow kit here. So what, what uh, rainbow mini wallets are going to be is essentially a uh, it's like our take on embedded wallets, right? So a user mm-hmm. will be able to land on any website out there or any DApp that uses rainbow kit and they'll be able to, uh, you know, create a wallet uh, by just entering their phone number or email. Right. Um, and basically uh you know we're going to be offering that to developers for free um which we think is quite competitive and we also uh what's also i, I think cr- quite critical here is that um when a user creates a wallet inside of rainbow kit they'll be able to log in and access that same wallet on any of the dApps that use right. rainbow kit right? from a
0: different place that uses rainbow kit yeah, yeah.
1: and we think that that's quite powerful right yeah. and we think that's that's a little bit different than what's certain, what's currently in the market today Right. So most products out there that sort of are similar to what we're talking about here, um, you, know, they're, you know, users can create a wallet, but that wallet like lives on the website that created it. Right. It's not interoperable. Uh, and we, we believe in like a much, you know, we believe in like, yeah, like the whole point of all of this stuff is kind of like interoperability. Right. And the fact that, cool, if I buy an NFT over here, I can go use it. Anywhere I want, right? right? On any marketplace I want, right? And uh, right. so, yeah, that's that's what we're building next here with Rainbow Kit is we're going to be building mini wallets directly into Rainbow Kit itself. And quite
0: this quite is exciting. just some kind of like public good that you guys are donating to the ecosystem for all websites and apps and developers to use? Yeah. I mean, well, so, you know, I don't know if I would call it a, I mean, yeah, you can view it as a
1: public good. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. want to like... Open source piece of software? I, I consider a public good. Well, so Rainbow Kit itself is an open source piece of software. Um, uh-huh. Now, mini wallets itself, though, is going to be built on top of, like, uh, uh, in, you know, MPC infrastructure. Um, and very likely as well, go- going to have, like, you know, the wallets that we create are very likely going to be, you know, account abstracted wallets. Um, uh,
0: so, right. Okay. Mid- so the, the kit is, like. It's a distribution strategy. So the kit yes. is, you know, free, open source, public good. Yes. And it's a distribution strategy for Rainbow. Yes, yes, correct. Yes. Um, yep. And I mean, at the end of the day though,
1: right, like we're gonna be offering this embedded wallet solution for free to developers, right? And compare you know, that's nothing out no, nothing else in the market today is actually free. Um mm-hmm. so we do think of that as us being good, whether that is a public good or not, I think is up for debate. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, quite excited about getting mini wallets out there. We think that that's going to unlock uh, a lot of fun experimentation and the consumer sort of, you know, we were just talking about design, right? Like we think that yeah. something like mini wallets can actually yeah, be a really big unlock for uh, a lot of these consumer facing applications.
0: Oh, beautiful. Mike, this has been a fantastic exploration into Rainbow Wall. I've had it downloaded on my phone, but I can't say I've actually been a, been a user of it. But this has been a pretty uh, compelling and, and thorough walkthrough so I can uh, start managing some of my shit.
1: Yeah, you really got the keyboard shortcuts uh, are mm-hmm. seriously something that uh, once you try them, you can't go back, it, it really becomes um, it truly saves you that much time. If you're using wallets all the time, it's really it's really a game changer.
0: Yeah. yeah and if you're in the world of keyboard shortcuts that's absolutely a power user so probably probably something i would need for sure <laughs> awesome mike this has been a uh, fantastic if people want to learn more about rainbow or if you guys are like hiring or if there's a call to action that you got what do you got
1: yeah check out rainbow.me uh you can download um the browser extension and the mobile wallet from rainbow.me yeah follow us on twitter uh it's like you know at rainbow, D-O-T, me. Um, Yeah check it out oh, give Mike. us five stars you know give us good reviews on all the app stores thanks oh, david stuff.
0: thanks for coming on my man bankless Nation, you know the deal crypto is risky wallets are risky hopefully they're getting less risky as time goes on but you can still lose what you put in but we're headed west this is the frontier it's not for everyone but we are glad you are with us on the bankless journey thanks a lot